Hey folks, this is John here, just saying that unfortunately for this session, Blake's audio recording stuff kind of took a poop, so I mean we still have parts of him speaking, but yeah, a lot of it I had to cut, so unfortunately he's speaking a lot less in this episode than he did in some previous ones, just gonna let you guys know that in advance. Dueling Genre Welcome back, listeners, to the one, the only, P.O.D. cast, your only favorite podcast about your favorite Christian new metal band from the early 2000s, P.O.D. Remember them? Nope. Oh, they were, they had like one song that was moderately successful. Here's the thing, in that era, I listened to a lot of Christian rock, because that was like the thing for people in my church, obviously. It's, Interesting. It's a very strange, like, sub-genre of everything. Okay. They were basically Christian Linkin Park, I'm gonna say. It was weird. Okay. It was very weird. Anyway. <laughs> we're not talking about that, actually. <laughs> it's actually Toy Story Minute. Before you, like, Turn X out of your, like, podcast listening Before you throw your phone into your garbage disposal. We're talking about Toy Story. <laughs> like, Man. we have been... Sorry, for... I've been thinking about 58 minutes? This is the 58th minute, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking a lot about, like, how weird some Christian rock songs are. There's one that's the stupidest song I've ever... Okay, because you've heard of, like, Chris... Have you heard of Christmas Shoes? Yeah. Oh, okay. God. <laughs> I buy these shoes for my mama, please. It's Christmas Eve shoes are just as sad. There's a Christian song even stupider than that. <laughs> And, like, this is no... Sh- like, there's plenty of, I'm you know, good music. I mean, phrasing, I mean most of the great music of the world is, you know, old Christian music, you know, hymns and stuff. But, like, there's a really bad song. Because I remember my dad used to, I don't know if he still does, listen to a lot of, like, Christian rock on the radio or whatever. And there's a song where this dude's just like, hey, what if cartoons sang praise music and just... It was him saying hallelujah in cartoon voices, and it was so stupid. That sounds awesome. It was, like, he did a Scooby-Doo hallelujah. like ra And there was a yabba dabba ya Those are the ones I remember. It is the dumbest song. Now we gotta watch this afterwards. Anyway. I'm Jeb. Yeah, I'm Jeb. Did we never finish the intro? Did we even say that we're Toy Story Minute, the podcast about Toy Story, we're watching a movie a minute? No, I did say we talk about Toy Story, At least it's not as long as, what was it we were talking with Aaron for like five minutes before we even started recording? Probably talking about the the proletariat and like... Maybe it was Star... I think it was Yoda's toes. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say we talked about the proletariat a lot. Well... Anyways, uh, Blake is back with us again Yes, Blake's here. Hi, Blake. So that we can just get through the intro actually (laughs) like once and for all. This minute starts with... Buzz just getting hit up on the old noggin. Doesn't even care. Does not even react. And it ends with Woody saying, it's because you're a toy. Which started this whole argument. This is this is maybe like one of the most important minutes of the movie. This yeah. is like the turning point in the plot. And in Buzz's mind. This is the well, this is like the Achilles in his tent of Woody. Achilles tendon. No, that it's a term for like in a story when the yeah, hero know. is brutal. Dang it, Jeb. It's the Achilles in his it's Achilles in his tendon. (laughs) Yeah, I was making a joke. It's Woody letting go of his pride. Get it? That's his last name that they never say in the movie. Because he's just like, hey, Buzz, 
I need your help. Mm-hmm. He's admitting that he can't do a thing and it's not just like i can't do this without you it's like i need you i need you not just to make myself look good yeah and it's really the start of him just like pushing he's learning not to put others down but instead to push them up and that like still makes you feel that's another way to feel you feel good about yourself you can either be like everything sucks blah 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 or like hey guys like we all have merits and stuff Mm -hmm. which he kind of does here yeah. Kinda. He's very self-deprecating, but that's more next minute. But, yeah. <laughs> Space Ranger's not as cool as being a toy, which... So true. Would you rather be a Space Ranger or a toy, Jeb? Or Blake. A toy, I guess. Maybe play a bit more. Maybe. I don't know. Live forever. <laughs> <laughs> Living forever is kind of a curse, but you can kill yourself if you're a toy. If you just, like, are like, all my friends are dead or whatever. Go hang out with Sid for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Pre-ending of Toy Story 1, so. Yeah, yeah. It'd just be that Combat Carl. Yeah. Pouring it out. Pouring for Combat out, Carl. Yeah, pouring out some Henny for the Combat Carl. Yeah. If you really think about it, though, like, being a Space Ranger isn't... Like, you have those super exciting moments, but, like, a lot of it's just waiting around, right? And, like, just, like, really brutal training. Yeah. Or, like, sitting on your spaceship. And, like, wasting years at the Academy. Yeah, years at the Academy. <laughs> but like being an astronaut like it's ooh it's a fun exciting adventure except for when you're just floating in space for several weeks stuck in a tiny room yeah yeah or years yeah or you're stuck on the hab on mars and you gotta learn how to grow these potatoes for yourself that's mm-hmm. such a have you seen that movie have you read that book the martian oh no it's so good really? both of them are very good i'm rereading the book right now it's amazing and the movie is good. The movie good, is yeah. with Matt Damon, right? Yes, okay. yes. It's, yeah, a guy gets stuck on Mars. It's a weird thing, because, like, I think it was nominated for an Oscar as a comedy, because it's not really any genre. It's just, like, try and be on Mars and get rescued from Mars, but it's not really an action movie. It's not quite an adventure movie. Is it a drama? Uh, kind of, but it was nominated as a comedy. It's funny. It, yeah. It was it nominated not as a comedy. Look like a comedy. It's funny in a lot of parts, but it's not. It defies genre, I guess. Kind of. It's not really classifiable. I was gonna bring us back for a second because I was looking at my notes, and it's funny because I was I wrote with emo Buzz because Buzz is actually reaching his inner emo teenager in here. He just needs to start singing like simple plan songs the way he's yeah, just he's sitting just there. Angsty. Yeah, <laughs> he needs Woody to wake him up, wake him up inside because he just realized he that in the that. end. It doesn't, doesn't really matter. matter. No, mixing. <laughs> yeah, despite all of his rage, he's still just a spaceman attached to a rocket. Yeah. <laughs> I think we hit the big ones. Cut my toys into pieces. This is my, my... last toy. Sure, great. That was a great one, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Buzz During really Rex, reaches... it... yeah. Rex had the suffocation, yeah. no breathing. <laughs> Busting wow. out of the box was his last resort. And now, oh man, when you said busting out of the box, like, I thought of a completely different genre of song, but I was thinking, like, Woody getting out from under Coming the box. Coming out of his cage and he's, he's still doing this fine. fine. <laughs> oh man. Buzz reaching his low point, though. I, I don't know if, I think he might be reaching, he might be even lower now than he was when he first fell down. Yeah. Because he's really letting it stew in him with yeah. his, I can't help anyone line. Is, yeah. I thought about this. In his mind, he was a space ranger. His job was helping people. He Mm. was a hero. He was good at it. Yeah, and he protected literally everybody. Mm -hmm. And if you go by Buzz Lightyear's Star Command, he had all these close friends that he did it with, too. You know, Mm. he had... 
token girl and the robot and the big one. Yeah. I don't know any of their names. I can't name them off the top of my head. Yeah. So he had like all these friends and he just found out they don't exist. They've never existed. He had false memories implanted in his brain. His mm-hmm. entire life is a lie. And like not only is this causing a crisis of his self, but like he doesn't think he's worth anything. All the things he's supposed to do, he can't do. And he has no Darjeeling yeah, to, all, like, he, soften he, the blow. He doesn't drink at all. Yeah. With Marie Antoinette and her little sister. Yep. It's it, very interesting, though, because you look at... Woody brings up that, like, being a toy is more important than being a space ranger in Andy's life. Which I guess makes sense, because Buzz, as a fictional character, like, on this TV show, mm-hmm. is just a, like, fictional character. Yeah. And there's, like, all well and good about that, but Buzz as a toy is, like, a window into that for Andy's imagination. Yeah. It's not just, like, daydreaming about, ooh, wouldn't it be cool to be this? It's, like, it's a portal into this fictional world in your head. I don't think Andy's cognizant of thinking, like, yes, I enjoy this toy because it's a representation of this this thing, not the thing itself, you know? It's mm-hmm. a whole, you know, like, ceci n'est pas un pipe thing with the picture that you've seen that? painting i think it was like in the 40s this dude did a painting of a pipe like a pipe you smoke okay and written under it was just ne pa un pipe which was this is not a pipe oh it's called like the treachery of images and basically it's saying like this is not actually a pipe it's a picture of a pipe it's a representation of a pipe okay it's kind of the whole thing of like you only like i don't see anything i just see the reflections of light off of things the only thing i see is light yeah. Or it's like, I don't actually play with this space ranger, I play with a representation of a space yeah. ranger. It's this whole, like... Life is an illusion. Yeah, man. We're all just brains in jars. This got really deep. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the Matrix Minute, obviously. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, Red pill. That's the whole point of toys, though. Because kids have a lot of imagination in general, and they can play with just about anything, but... A toy is, like, a way of solidifying that. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, this goes back to what we were talking about with Sully, with, like, some toys are more concrete of characters than others. Like, Buzz yeah. is a far more concrete character than... Like, Ham. Yeah. Or even, like, Mr. Potato Head. Yeah. Because, like... Mr. Potato Head, you just know that he's a potato with detachable body mm-hmm. parts. Yeah, he's Picasso. Buzz has literally, we already talked about this, I know, but he literally has a word for word. A backstory written. Backstory yeah. on the box. Yeah. Which you get, you know, it's a trade-off of like, this is a more solidified idea of what you're playing with. But on the other hand, you don't get to make up stuff. It's like how, I don't know if you remember, Jeb, you might be a little young for this, but like, before the prequels came out, and you could just think about all the things in Star Wars that weren't established yet, like, you could think about, ooh, what were these Clone Wars that they talk about? Or, mm. you know, I wonder what C-3PO and R2-T2 were doing before this. And, yeah, I don't remember yeah. that, because when did the first the, the Phantom first, Menace come out? I think out? it was 99? Yeah, I was Maybe 2000? Yeah. I so was you, four or yeah. five. I, I remember my brother and I just playing all these games of, like, what was Yoda? what was Yoda's deal? Mm-hmm. And it's a lot, in the case of the prequels, where it's very dissatisfying, you're like, oh, 
He was just like a Jedi. Cool. Whatever. And what a was, Jedi. What was Darth Vader's deal? He was a kid, and when he was a kid, he was a kid. An yeah. angsty. Yeah. An angsty kid. What not was, just a kid. What was Boba Fett like as a kid? Well, he was a child. <laughs> he was literally just a kid. But it's so much more fun. <laughs> he was a kid with like a, merc- not yeah, a, mer- it's, uh, a mercenary it's, dad. Yeah. Yeah. It's so much more fun to just think of, ooh, what's the society's from like when it's really just like, no, this dude who's just like a stormtrooper. Yeah. He, he's literally just a stormtrooper without fancy modifications. He's literally less fancy than a stormtrooper. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing with Boba Fett is like he's not a very established character. Like he's a very weak character. Yeah, honestly, he doesn't do anything except for get a burp joke from the Sarlacc pit. Yeah, like that's a nice thing of like, ooh, this cool image. But that's all it is. So you mm-hmm. get to project your imagination onto it. Yeah, that's like a good thing about even like doing this podcast. Like we see Andy's mom has got a lot more characterization from us than like Woody because Woody's got his characterization yeah. established. Andy's mom, we have no idea what she's doing most of the time. So she's off, you know, gallivanting around Yeah, she's with, uh... Sports Kid's mom. Sports Kid's mom. Yeah. (laughs) Usually, at least. Bonnie's not even born yet. Is she? Probably not. No, definitely not, because Andy's 17 in Toy Story 3. Yeah. She's not 11 yet. Nope. Not a chance. You would not bring an 11-year-old to a daycare. Mm Mm-mm. I mean, I remember I knew 11-year-olds who volunteered at daycares. Yeah. Like, they're not in charge, but they're, like, Yeah, they're helping. Yeah. I mean, I watched kids when I was 11, just, like, along with other people. I, you know, I assisted. Yeah. You have to have just a slightly larger baby watching a baby. All the That's way down. how life is, man. Babies watching babies. Babies watching babies. That's our life. That's our lot in life. It's not a lot, but it's our life. Yep. Bugs Life Minute. Something maybe. Bugs Lightyear. Bugs Lightyear? <laughs> so, I don't know. Do you guys have anything else? It's just, it's so interesting to look at woody as a thing as a what a toy is like these toys have to come up with their entire why do they care so much about pleasing children whatever what a toy it's wants, interesting what, what a toy, toy needs whatever makes them a toy we'll set you free because they're a toy story all right yeah Minute. i mean i don't have anything so much singing in this episode <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So Blake, thank you very much for coming on with us, dude. No problem. This is a lot of it fun. Was, yeah, yeah, Isn't man. It? And uh, once again, listeners can find you on your podcast and on Clerks Minute soon. Right. All too soon, the march of time slowly dissolves all of our lives into a pit of into just like a sludge. Where it's like dip in, yeah. in Roger Rabbit, or like uh, the thing in. Breaking Bad that they stick the oh, meth. the dead body in no, yes like meth <laughs> our life dissolves into meth time oh yeah that stuff old, that, old that, people meth that just like completely like dissolves his bathtub all... yeah <laughs> how big is it well I, I can kind of fit in it I'll just put her in the bathtub <laughs> that's a television show sure so, is so... not quite as G rated as Toy Story well. More people die. In Toy Story, we have, what, Combat Carl and anyone else? Does no. anyone else die in all these movies? No. I was thinking, like, a few weeks ago when Aaron said that no one showers in these movies. Because in Toy Story 3, they do, in fact, shower. After they're getting back from the dump, they go up to a hose and true. They wash them all off. That's true. I keep thinking, like, ooh, are there things I'm missing that I'm just, like, saying and putting carte blanche over the whole... A lot of friends this minute. Over the whole movies, but no, I guess no one dies except for Combat Carl. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Sad. Sad. Very sad. For Combat Carl. Yeah. Well, 
his head might have found new life. Hopefully. Maybe he's a roller bob. Reincarnate, yeah. Yeah. That's, ooh, that fits in with the whole Nirvana thing from the alien. Nice. Nice. So until next time, listeners, you've got a deputy in Friends. You've got a friend, and that friend is a deputy, and he's your favorite. Go talk to your favorite deputy friend and give him a deputy high five. Give him that cool handshake that Woody gives Buzz's arm. Or her, or they, or, you know, whatever. Your favorite deputy doesn't have to be male. So, you know, it's cool. Fair. All right. Bye. You got a friend in me.